I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today is Troy Allen. He's an ultra runner, trail runner, currently has the Sandia Double Crossing uh, unsupported um, fastest known time, FKT. Also has the uh, Appalachian Trail uh, Connecticut fastest known time, uh, mixed gender, uh, unsupported as well. Um, has done the Colorado Trail in 2019 and the Appalachian Trail in 2019 as well. So uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you much for having me, Seb. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so my first question is, how did you get into running? Um, I, uh, I, I, I've always been, um, very into bikes. Like when I was a kid, I was into bikes. Um, I was a bike messenger, like a legal courier for probably seven or eight years. And, um, I just had a couple friends that were running like one or two miles and I gave that a shot one day. And then, uh, especially once I got it, I, I went to a, like a group trail run. I think I did like three or four miles and it was one of the hardest things I'd ever done. And just from there, it kind of grew. I got obsessed with trail and just kind of never stopped from there. That's pretty awesome. What, how old were you at that point? Mm, I would say late twenties, maybe 27, 28. So I got started a little, little later in the game, but um, I think I've, I think I did my first ultra in 2015, maybe. Wow. I kind of, I, I, I did a 5k and then went, was trying to train for a marathon. And then my friend had ended up talking me into a 50, which, uh, was a mess, but um, <laughs> I was hooked after that. I, I ran for, I'd say 30 miles and then walked the rest and it was fantastic. <laughs> so you jumped from a 5k to a 50 miler. <laughs> it wasn't the best idea. <laughs> it it is it is amazing to me you know I've, I've run into that story kind of a few times when i've talked to more of the ultra runners and it, it's this jump that they maybe didn't expect or didn't really know how hard it was and all of a sudden like it may have been the worst best thing ever i guess might be the best way to describe it yeah yeah i would definitely agree on that i i, I still remember like finishing i don't remember much of the race but I just remember finishing and just like, I just, there was nothing left in me emotionally. Like I just, I was so broken. My, my parents showed, my mom was a track runner. Uh, and so she was very excited and the whole idea of running 50 miles, she wasn't too happy about, but just, um, I'm so glad that they were there to take my lifeless body home. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't even imagine you know, what your mom was thinking. I like, I, I figure when she's, you know, heard you're doing a 5k, she's like, Oh, that, you know, that's in my wheelhouse. That sounds amazing. And then you're like, all right, I'm doing a 50 miler next. Like, <laughs> She was not happy, especially the, the when the hundreds started pretty much right after. Well, so I did a 50 in the fall. It was miserable. I, I don't think I ran for another uh, a few months. And then, uh, I did a 50k 
and that was great. I hadn't done, you know, I had done the 50, but I hadn't really done a lot of long runs. And the 50K was great because it made me realize, like, oh, I can do this. And, like, it's, you know, maybe I went a little overboard with 50. So this is fun. I'm enjoying it. And um, it kind of it got a little crazy there. I did 600s my, the next year in, like, seven or eight months. And what? She didn't like that. <laughs> my mom's a nurse as well, and she was not okay with that. And it, it also trashed me too, but I had a great time. They were all very fun. I, I did Zion 100K and then, and then pretty much 100 every month after that. And, um, it was, I was, I couldn't stop running for that like year or two is all I wanted to do. It was great. I mean, I, I think that's amazing that you were able to to do that many. I just can't even, I, I just can't even imagine how how you were able to step on the line for that last one to <laughs> to get through it. I, like I said, much less like start it uh, to get through it is amazing. Um, I if if I hadn't had the crew that I had had for my first hundred, I don't know, I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have made it through it. It, it was. It was it was in Indiana. I picked like a flat, you know, easy race that I knew I could hopefully get through. Um, just you know, the easiest race I could find. It was still a hundred, and um, and I did everything wrong. I went out too fast. I didn't eat right. I didn't. I um, the weather was supposed to be great. It dropped below freezing and rained, so it just turned into this like mud pit <laughs> and. Um, all of my all of my crew paced me as well. They just every 15 miles would just drag me. Um, and without them, these are all the people that I, I had gotten into ultra running with too. And and they just did like a fantastic job. And we kind of I feel like for that year um, did a lot of races together and just it was fun. It wasn't just me by myself. You know, we we all like were doing this together, and it was it was a great time. So I think that definitely helped me get through those. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I can see how, how hanging out and kind of, I mean, not just hanging out, but, you know, going through it with a good crew and, and friends would, would make it a little bit easier, but I just still can't, I can't wrap my head around that. <laughs> um, I haven't done it since. So I, you know, uh, I, 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 maybe I would do it again, but I now I didn't realize how much money it was going to cost me to do six races, you know, <laughs> just driving there, the food. And, you know, now I have a van. I've gotten smarter, but this is all new to me. You know, I, I, I didn't really have a, I didn't have any friends that really ran ultras. So besides a few that I had and, and, and we were all still pretty new to it. So we were all kind of learning together and I spent a lot of money that year on races. And, and now, you know, especially living out here, you can take that money and, make your own route or do something very cool. You could through hike, you know, you could hike across Colorado on what a hundred costs. <laughs> so, um, I did enjoy, but yeah, I don't know if I'd, I'd do six again in a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, I want to go back to that, to that first 50 miler. Did you even know, like, what to do as far as like nutrition, calories, the gear, like, no, you, you talked about, yeah. You, I mean, you talked about how you're pretty new to it. <laughs> no. And I like, I had this, 
I think the dumbest thing I did was I had this idea that like I don't want to burn myself out. I don't want to go out there and like train on the on the trail. So I'm not going to go and run the course. And Ohio is mostly flat, especially where I I was living in Columbus and everything around there's just, you know, you run around the lake it's just pancake flat. And the race um, was at Mohican State Park, which is um, one of my favorite trails in the state now, but m- much harder than than anything I had ran, and it just like destroyed me. <laughs> there was so much climbing compared to what I had done, and I just it was like the first real trail I had ran before I just ran like park trails and you know just very simple stuff. And um, I don't really remember. I feel like I probably just ate a bunch of goose and felt terrible. I probably didn't drink anywhere close to the right amount of water. Um, I don't really remember. (laughs) Um, You know, I know I didn't sleep the night before. I was really bad about that for a while. I was just too excited. I think everybody does that for a long time though. Now I can like, I can conk out for a race, no problem, which is nice. But um, it was, it was rough. It was, you know, it was two loops and, and the first one went great, and the second one was not as great. I still <laughs> had a good time, but but um, not definitely not as fast. I think that I ran that like I came in in like around thirteen hours or something, you know. And and gear wise, I don't I don't think I took anything. I think I just had a vest and like a tank top. You know, I didn't have like a windbreaker then. I probably bought. I I remember buying like Solomon S Labs. And being like, oh, these are race shoes. They'll be great. And not having a good time in those either. <laughs> <laughs> but they were light, but that was about it. <laughs> um, a lot of lessons learned in, in that race and the next few races after. You know? I, I can imagine. You know, it just it's, uh, it, it's kind of crazy because, you know, when you, when you talk about a lot of people kind of getting started and, and just doing road races and, you know, if you if you blow up on a 5K, a 10K, I mean, even a marathon, you've got water stations every mile or so, depending on how big the race is. Mm-hmm. You can literally just step off the 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 course and, you know, probably pick up a, a ride somewhere. But, you know, when you're you in the middle, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when you're in the middle of a, you know, uh, an ultra in in a mountain maybe in the middle of nowhere depending where it's at it's it's a little harder to just kind of all right i'm done <laughs> yeah yeah it's um it's that's definitely something especially you know you learn with the longer races that all right i'm having a terrible time like i feel terrible but like for me it's like throw a bunch of water at yourself and drink a bunch of water and like eat something that you like and you'll probably bounce back. You know what I mean? Like you, you spend all this time training you spend all this money to get into a race. Like as, as long as you know, you're not hurting yourself too bad with the longer stuff. You can just, you know, just walk for a while and it's miserable and you get past, you know, you've worked to pass all these people and then they just, walk by you and they're fine, you know, <laughs> but, um, I, it's, it's definitely interesting, like being out in the middle of nowhere and, um, 
I, I had a race in Kentucky, Cloud Splitter, that was the most remote thing I had done at that point. Like, I, I, I wasn't really an outdoor person when I was younger. Like, I mean, you know, I, I kind of, I would spend some time with Michigan. Like, I liked being outside, but I wasn't like a, a, a woods person. So, I definitely was very intimidated by it, even when I moved out here, like moving out to the mountains, like, um, especially doing the Colorado Trail, going from like the Appalachian Trail to the Colorado Trail. Like, I learned a lot very quick, and um, you can't, it's harder to just bail when you're out in the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just call somebody and get a ride. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no Ubers out there. Yeah, and, and basically if you're going to, from from what I've seen, dropping an aid station, you're going to have to wait longer to get back to your camp than, you know, if you just walk back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you might as well just tough it out, you know, try to enjoy the walk. <laughs> that's that's pretty amazing. I don't know. It just, I, I, uh, I applaud anybody that's out there running and, you know, doing it for themselves or competing for races and, you know, ultras just, you know, I, I haven't really done them too much myself. So to me, it's just, it's a, it's a whole new world. And so it's a, it's, it's cool to, to talk about it and, and get some insight on it. Cause I just think it's, it's pretty amazing. I definitely feel the same way kind of looking at road running that way because I haven't done, I've done that 5k, but that's all I've done. And I just like, you know, I'll do speed work and stuff, but I just, I just can't imagine like running like a sub three marathon (laughs) (laughs) or just how people all, I have a friend that um, I used to run with that, came from road and just we go on a uh, 25 mile run and just bring a goo. And I'm like, how do you do that? I have like a bag of food. <laughs> like, I just don't understand road runners, you know, compared. Yeah. They, they really are kind of two, two different beasts for sure. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> um, you know, so you've, t- you've talked about, you know, being from Ohio and everything um what what brought you to new mexico uh i was spring of 2019 i moved back to ohio i came back to ohio from i had been in um, northern california for a couple years and just was kind of taking a break was trying to figure out what to do next um i'd liked living out there but um i hadn't seen anyone i hadn't seen my family i hadn't seen any friends so Came back for the spring, and then over the winter, I kind of got the idea, like, I'll just I'll just do the Appalachian Trail. Like, seems okay. Like, I've got the time. I've got the money. Um, you know, did my research. Realized you could do it a lot cheaper than I thought you could. And, you know, I thought that would cross over quite well. So... I ended up doing that, and I met my partner about halfway through, and she is from Vermont, but moved down here to go to grad school. So um, we finished that. She came down here. Um, I went and hiked the Colorado Trail, and then was right here, came down to check it out. Um, you know, I, I kicked around moving to Durango, um, and then I came down here to visit, and I just never left. <laughs> 
I got a job way too soon. Uh, but, uh, you know, before I knew it, I had a little apartment. Yeah. And uh, here I am. Been here for about a year now, I think. A little over a year. Mm. So. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, going back, <laughs> so when you started ultra running, you did six, <laughs> or around that point, you, the year after, you did like 600 milers in a year. And then uh, just a couple of years ago, you hiked both the Appalachian Trail and the Colorado Trail in, in the same year. Yeah. That seems also like it would be, you know, I don't know if extreme is the right word, but. Um, I think once I learned how to through hike, uh, I was lucky enough to go into through hiking with, with, you know, all this ultra running behind me. So the legs were there being used to being miserable was there. Um, <laughs> I had never really backpacked before. I'd done a couple backpacking trips in Dolly signs and I'd done like a three day trip in Yosemite, but I had no, like both of those trips, I had no clue what I was doing, you know? And when I started the trail, I'd done a little bit of research and tried to, to be what I thought was light. <laughs> and then, uh, once I met uh, the group that I, my partner and uh, two other friends that we ended up uh, hiking the rest of the trail together. Once I met them, I learned everything I needed to know and, you know, what to do to get big days. And, and from then on out, man, it's through hiking is like the way I love running. I love running. I'll run until I can't, but through hiking is like, you just get up early and you just walk. Like you don't, you don't push hard. Like you just, you just, if you know, you can do 10 miles a day, you can do 40 miles a day, like whatever you want to do, you just get up and you eat your cliff bars and eat ramen. And that's it, man. There's no, you know, hitch a ride every once in a while into town to get more food, but it's just, it's so relaxing. Like I love it. <laughs> and, and I definitely, um, we got through the AT and I learned enough that when I, when I got to the Colorado trail, I had a little bit of a hard time in the San Juans. I didn't really acclimate well and, and I had some rough days, but um, that was my first through hike by myself. And it was great to know that I could like trust myself and do that on my own, you know? And that was also my first time in the mountains for that amount of time, you know, before it was just, I would had my van and I could just crash the trailhead, but actually like, being in the mountains for two weeks was 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 just amazing. Yeah. Hey, it sounds amazing. It it sounds. I mean, I'm sure there were days that you were just completely by yourself and and getting to see these views that you know a lot of people don't don't really get. No, yeah, and like even even just as like a person that you know I'd done all these races and I I'd spent like before these hikes I would try to get out to Utah as much as I could and and, and that kind of turned into a yearly thing for a while after doing the Zion 100k and, but just like just having a backpack you know and uh, just a tiny little backpack and you sleep on the ground and hope it doesn't rain and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know drink as much coffee as you can when you hit town and it's great you know I'd 
it's all I want to do. Like I, I love running, you know, I, I love mixing the two. It's, it's great being able to, to do the, the through hikes and do them, you know, do big days and, and the running really comes in with that. So, um, it's great. It, it sounds amazing. Like I say, I just, I, I, I can imagine just, just the quiet, just the, just the quiet of it would just be, I think, worth it in itself to, to be away from everything. Yeah. Getting, getting like a, my favorite thing was getting a, a sunrise and a sunset. I, I would just basically try to shove everything in my bag and get out at sunrise. And then uh, I'd eat, eat my dinner on the move at the end of the night and just, just try to enjoy the sunset every night. Like just cowboy camping. You know, if you had good weather, you just just throw your pad down and crash there. And that's just having that every night was like phenomenal. It was, it was a great thing. Right? Yeah. What was your uh, favorite section of the Appalachian Trail? Um, think about that. I I really enjoy. I love New England. Just for multiple reasons a lot of the music i've loved has been from there and just um i had gone up there and done a loop called the pemi loop um in new hampshire in the whites and that that made me like that's the, the the run that made me like oh i need to get out of ohio like i love ohio but i gotta get out of ohio and um i would say hitting hitting new england was great um we were all pretty beat up by then um i had had like an infected toe for at least three weeks or something um my other friend that we were hiking with got lyme we were just beat up you know and and uh new hampshire was great um michaela and i did uh a route that was um you tag all AMC huts through the White Mountains. You try to tag them all in one day. It's like 53 miles or something around there. And it's like 18K of game. And that didn't sound too bad, but two-thirds of the way through a thru-hike, it, was, it took us a day. I think it took us 23 hours. Um, wow. But the Whites are just – it's amazing up there. Like, it's – the rest of the trail is, is still great. Um, Georgia was great. Just starting it, you know, my first week by myself, realizing I could do it was fantastic. Like, I remember the first stretch, I think I went three days before I hit town, and I was just, like, so afraid that I was going to run out of food or something bad was going to happen. And I definitely enjoyed um, the beginning and, uh, and hitting New England, uh, New Hampshire, Maine was great. The, the the bugs were really bad in July, but but Katahdin is just like such a great end to a trail, especially a trail that's kind of just in the trees the whole time. Katahdin is just this massive terminus that's just phenomenal to climb, um, and and just there's a lot of people up there, you know, but it's it was just like absolutely amazing walking through the whites and walking through Maine. Regardless of how terrible we felt. (laughs) (laughs) 
How how long did it take you from beginning to end to to do that? Uh, three months. Wow. It was either ninety or ninety three days. We had a little hiccup at the end. Um, Michaela had smashed her phone. Needed some new shoes. So, like, we had 100 miles left and spent three days in town, which would just is a big no-no when you're trying to move fast. But we, it was, I think that was, like, the first time we had felt like normal people in quite a while. And, uh, it's also the end of the trail. You don't want to, you know, you're like, oh, man, it's like, get a job again and, like, pay rent. And <laughs> you can't just, like, eat peanut butter out of a jar and, like, do whatever you want all the time. So, um I think we just kind of enjoyed those last few days. And, and, you know, we wanted to get to Katahdin, but at the same time, you don't want it to end. So I definitely remember, like, I feel like I remember that whole last day, like waking up, like from when I woke up till we came down from Katahdin. Like, I remember every single second. Just, I didn't, I didn't want it to end. And it was, I, you know, it's, there's more trails. It's not a big deal. I went straight to the Colorado Trail. I, I was. I hadn't even planned to do it. I drove. I I drove to my parents, threw some stuff in a van, and went straight to the Colorado Trail because I just was chasing that. You know, I didn't want to get off trail yet. So. Um, that's yeah. It just sounds amazing. It really does. I, it's that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I did the CT in I think fourteen days. Oh wow! Which was quicker than I thought it would. I thought I could do it in like three weeks and uh, my first few days, it's just, it's so fast. I got like a crazy late start, but I, I think I started at noon and I still got 30 miles that day. Wow. But um, that trail's like so much fun too, as long as the weather holds out. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you know, and that's, it's kind of crazy. You know, you talk about, about these and, you know, these long trails and, I mean, the terrain is changing constantly. You're you're hitting different peaks, different areas, different um, little biodomes in in some cases, mm-hmm. and and it's that's so amazing. And then, you know, looking at some of the the races you've done, and like the the endurance Santa Fe one, the endurance Santa Fe one just this summer, or I guess it was mm-hmm. like September October, where you you went around the the down oh, like, <laughs> multiple times and then there was one in ohio 024 where it was like a one mile loop for 24 hours it doesn't sound fun to you <laughs> i love that race um <laughs> it's, it's it's in this tiny little metro park outside of um kirkland i think and that was my first time event um, I feel like I did that like a couple years into running, like, and that was a totally new thing. My friend Ann had done it and my friend Lauren and my friend Andy and I had went out and a handful of other friends too, all did it one year and I like didn't and I had really bad FOMO. I went out and I paced and just kind of hung out and I was like, well, I'll just try it. You know, it could be fun and if not, those races are great because people, it's not everyone going for 24 hours. It's people just, you know, people have a distance they want to do. There's all these different types of people doing this race. There's people just walking the whole time. People just started running. You know, people just trying to do a marathon. Um, and that loop was great. It's like, 
half in a field and like half in the woods. And uh, I remember hitting 100. And you're like, great, I'm almost done. <laughs> and the, my pacer was like, we have seven hours left. <laughs> wow. And that, I hadn't thought about that at all. And I ended up setting the course record that year, which was great. Uh, I also popped something in my leg the last, I don't know, like a couple hours and just couldn't run. And was the woman in second was looked fine and was just like crushing and was like a couple miles behind me. And I was just like, I just did all this and I'm going to lose it all. But uh, I like those 24s. I like running around the track. It's It seems terrible. Everyone doesn't want to do it. But when you can see, like, every time I've done one of those, I've pushed much further than I thought I could, you know. I, I First year I did 127, which absolutely blew my mind. And then the second year um, – I needed to qualify for Desert Solstice, and I did 137, which also absolutely blew my mind. And that that year, that it went really well. I didn't get injured, but I was on top of like, you know, you can get eight every mile, so you can just you don't have to carry anything. You can change stuff with every mile. Like it's as long as you're on top of it, you just set your stuff up next to the trail, and you have a rock solid crew, and and you can you can really do some amazing stuff in those 24 hours. I think, you know, around a mile loop or a track or whatever you want to do it around. So, yeah, it's, I mean, mentally just going around the same thing over and over, just that, that meant just that entry point just sounds so tough. You talk to so many people, you know, it starts out and everyone's talking, and, um, you know, a lot of music. Um, I just, I didn't realize until I did that race how much I just zone out when I race. You know, I, it really doesn't bother me to run around a loop. Like if it was just like a flat pavement loop, yeah, it'd be terrible. But like I said, it's, it's half of it's through the woods and it's, it's not totally flat. So you get, there's like one hill up, one hill down. There's some stuff to trip over. You know, everyone's miserable at night and you just, Talk to people when you need to, uh, when you're feeling low. And then, uh, yeah, I just, I didn't, like I said, I just didn't realize how much I zone out. So it doesn't bother me too much. You know, I still haven't got the guts to try like a track 24 hour. Um, I did across the years, I did it my first two day last year. And, and that was still around a mile loop. And it, it wasn't bad. I mean, there's still there are a lot of people there, and there are people doing ten days, like wow. doing crazy stuff. So there's all these different people to talk to, and there's always some kind of drama to excite you, and <laughs> food to eat, and, or whatever. <laughs> you you almost make it sound enjoyable. <laughs> it, uh, it's not. I almost do. No, it it, it is. I I had a rough time with the two day. I thought I could do two hundred and. I just couldn't stay awake, and I—I I, that was probably um, one of my hardest mental races, and it was just flat, like perfectly flat, and it was so hard for some reason. I just wasn't having a good time. <laughs> but um, you know, and you see all these people like that have been walking for ten days straight, or you know, close to ten days, and then uh, 
yeah, it's it's wild. That that event was I hadn't done anything like that yet. It was wild to meet all of, all the people that do that stuff. You know, I, I, two days like nothing to them. That's crazy. And, and so you know, talking about you know this this the Ohio one, the O twenty four. You know, it's got this the wooded. It's got a hill, but you know, the Endurance Santa Fe you went, the one you did was just around uh, the horse race track. You know, so you're in that dirt just looping around I, I can't remember how long it was set for six hours six hours so a lifetime <laughs> it was and and that's how i felt i was like this is gonna be great i'm in shape right now um it's a track like i i hadn't done um a timed event since since across the years and i was excited to do on the short because i was just like this will be really fun to push like um I feel like I, I could push like my the limits of, of how fast I can run in six hours, obviously. And I just got destroyed by I just it was so hard <laughs> you know, not having any aid or anything. You know, we we had set everything out on a table, but I was tired. I was moving too fast and just didn't drink enough water. Didn't eat any salt. Like, kind of ate some food, but maybe not the best. But it was it was a humbling race. And everyone out there was just moving great. Like, I was just watching Christian, like, eat, like, whole burritos. Like, it was like, you could tell half of the people there were just, like, just having a casual John still running as fast as me, you know? <laughs> so that was a little bit um, of mess with my head a little bit. But it was great. I, I really do enjoy that race. I hope I hope it happens again. I hope I get to do it. I did not get to watch the documentary because I threw up in a porta potty the whole time and then <laughs> sleep. <laughs> so maybe I'll do it different next year. Who knows? <laughs> you will back uh, off a little. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like I remember um, some photos on Instagram of you just pretty much dead in the van um i can't remember if you had posted them or michaela like i i i, I honestly don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i remember like i remember finishing and being like i don't feel good and chugging a bunch of water and then just i remember getting that feeling in your throat and i was like i need to find i'm embarrassed right now and i need to find a porta potty and then i i just spent way too long in there just just wrapped around that thing throwing up and then uh I think I got out by the time the movie started. So, but uh, they put a sleeping bag or two over me, and I was out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it looked like I was watching the movie, but um, you know, I'd wake up here and there, act like I was fine. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, uh, my friend Will had also, I think he wasn't as bad as me, but I don't think he felt great either. So that made me feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you're not the only one suffering, right? Well, I'm not the only one. I mean, I know everyone else is probably pretty miserable, too. It was hot. But I'm just a little Ohio boy. I have my little sun hat, my sun shirt, and it, I thought I'd be okay. And, you know, I did, I did, I did, uh, I think I did well for, <laughs> for, for how bad it felt. <laughs> um, you know, you've done some other things I want to get to, but I think I want to jump into the the Sandia double crossing. 
Did you have the idea that you wanted to to go for the FKT um, like beforehand? That was the first thing I the first thing when I moved here was looked up if there was a double crossing FKT, and I saw that there was, and I just blew it off all year, not on purpose. Like I I didn't have a reason. I just I didn't realize how much I wasn't going to run here once once the snow melted. You know, once I could get, um, we spent almost the whole summer every weekend. We would just I get off work on Friday and we'd head to the lawns and and just hang out up there. And you know, I spent a lot of time in the Pecos. And I just kind of before I knew it, I was like, man, I got to do this now or <laughs> it's going to snow. And uh, sure enough, it snowed the next weekend. But, yeah, I, I I had wanted to do it, and I just couldn't I, – I couldn't – I'm not a great planner. I kind of just <laughs> went impulsive. And uh, I, I wanted to spend as much time as I could, um, you know, in the high country. And then once it – you know, there's – I think we had Dead Man's. There were a few races. There's Santa Fe. And just kind of in between, I was a little burnout. Not burnout, but just, you know, I wasn't really in the mood to get up in the mountain. And yeah, I just was like, well, I need to do this or it's going to bother me all winter. So um, I went for it. It went pretty well. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, how much did you did you get it by? Uh, there was not an unsupported. And oh, not an unsupported. Sorry, I would be, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't going after the supported. Um, or I can't remember if it's self-supported. It's I think supported is maybe the fastest. It's either self-supported or supported. I missed it by 15 minutes. I had a couple hiccups, um, and I just I tried. I took some really bad falls coming down uh, the south end. I kind of forgot how rocky that trail can be. <laughs> and in my mind, it was just going to be, I was just, I was like, I'll make it up the end. I, I bumped coming back up the north end, and, and I had hoped to just make it up in the end. And it, it was dark, and I took some slams, and I just, I wasn't going to make it anyways. Like, I, I knew that before I was getting down. I knew it was going to be really close, and I was so tired, I couldn't really. Um, do the math. I was trying to in my brain, but it wasn't working. But uh, yeah, there was not an unsupported yet. So okay, <laughs> except that established and unsupported, we'll say. There we go. So so what is the before I kind of delve deeper in that? Just just for clarification, what is the difference between um, supported, self-supported, and unsupported? supported you can have a pacer you can have people meet you wherever so um it's great because you don't have to carry anything if you don't want to you know you just carry the bare minimum and you just you can just take off especially on sort shorter stuff you know you can really set some great time that way self-supported um is more of a through hiker style so you can I want to see what's the difference between. Um, I just confused myself. Unsupported, <laughs> you're carrying everything. You know, you everything you start with, you have to have on you the whole time. 
you know, you can't you can't take water from anyone, you can't take food from anyone, you gotta have your headlamp, you can't have anyone pace you. And that just worked out easier for me. Um, I was originally gonna try and have Michaela just meet me um, up at the top and at the other end, but um, the way I'd planned it out or not planned it out, I just kind of decided to do it. I feel like that week, and she's that was a lot for her to do, you know, just to she's got her own stuff going on. Right. So uh, I was just like easy, easy way to go, you know, you just throw a bunch of stuff in a bag and roll. Um, but why am I spacing on self-supported? Um, self-supported, you can mail stuff to yourself. Like if you're on a longer trail, you can drop food, like, or mail food to yourself that you can pick up. So you don't have to carry everything the whole time. You know, if you're doing the Colorado trail, you don't have to carry 10 days worth of food. You can carry three. You can, you have to walk. You can't, you can't take a ride, you know, um, you can't like hitch into town or anything. So you want to mail something close to the trail that you can just grab it, keep on going, which is also another way to do it. Okay. That makes sense. It's complicated for me because I have to like have a plan and give that plan to other people. And I'm not very good at that. <laughs> so races, it's like basically like I'll hand people like, here's a cooler full of food when I'm crying. Just make me feel better. Make me eat food and drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so as you were uh, kind of planning this the week before, <laughs> um, you know, what, what gear did you, did you take with you and, and, um, and calories? Um, I took, I wanted to keep it simple. I didn't want to take too much. Um, I, I was a little worried about the weather up top. I can't remember if we'd gotten either rain or snow a couple days before. Maybe like a week before we'd gotten a little bit of snow, which I, I figured wouldn't be a big deal. I was just worried about ice. Right. Um, but I ended up just taking uh, like 12 hours worth of bars and then uh, like a, just a big hummus wrap. I wanted to have food in the middle, like real food in the middle. When we had done that uh, Pecos crossing or that 40 miler in Pecos, everyone else brought like real food. And I just had like, I think I just had like fig bars and like cliff bars or something, <laughs> you know, and just like, I forget how long we were out, but it was like 14 hours of me just watching everyone else eat like peanut butter jelly sandwiches and all this stuff that looks so good. And I'm just like, why didn't I bring any real food? Like I'm so dumb sometimes. So I, I'm glad I took that. I had a little tiny break at a Tunnel Spring. I think that's the name of the North End Trailhead. You know, I had a little snack there and ate some ibuprofen. I came down really fast. So I thought I had a second, but then I looked at my watch and realized I was basically like dead on with, with uh, the record. So... But I think also I had I brought gloves. I always have gloves, and I think I brought like a base layer and my rain shell and a headlamp. But that was really all I brought. And if I could redo it again, 
I would bring a better headlamp. I, I brought like a lighter, smaller headlamp, and it just didn't work out at the end for how fast I was trying to, to go. Right. Couldn't really see, and I just I fell on some cactuses and smacked some rocks, and wow. I had a bad time. And if I had brought a better headlamp, that wouldn't have happened. That was dumb of me to <laughs> try. And, I was like, oh, saving these four ounces will be totally worth it. And I kind of I kick myself for the next few days on that. But um, you don't, you know, it's the weather was good. You know, there's no sun, which was kind of a bummer. But I just, I still, I'm new enough here. I still have a pretty hard time being exposed in the sun. So I think maybe that wasn't bad for me. Or if I'd done it earlier in the year, it just would have been pretty hot. And I don't know how well I would have done. Right. So. How much water did you end up t- uh, carrying with you? Um, I think I had around two liters, maybe two and a half. And there's a spring at the other end, uh, on the on the north end. Right. Close all year, which was great. That was oh, that was so good to see. I was so thirsty when I got there. <laughs> I was so happy to see that thing flowing because there's just no water up there, you know. And uh, I don't think I cared as much on the way back because that climb back up got me. I, I was moving great at first, but then when I got towards the crest. I just I had a pretty bad bonk. I was moving a little too hard. And, um, I had a bad time till I got to the to the um, like the ski ski resort up there. And then I felt I, once I started going down again, I felt better. <laughs> I was a person again. Once you had some uh, gravity helping you out. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I hate when, when you're like, oh, I just need some calories. And it's like, I've been eating. I'm not hungry. Like, I have more than enough calories in me. You just still feel terrible, you know. And uh, that's I think that's just I – get, I get grumpy. And I just – I think I like being grumpy sometimes. <laughs> but uh, I started having fun again. Like, I would say probably the most fun I had was from, you know, that last 15 miles. You know, I knew the sun was – I knew I was behind. I knew I had to do some work, and it was like, you know, just go for it, you know. I'm still going to establish the unsupported, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Was that, would would you say that was kind of your favorite part, was just that last 15 miles, just, just going? Yeah, and especially falling in the cactus. That was like my first cactus that I fell in, and I've been <laughs> waiting for that to happen. And I, I was just like laughing and crying at the same time, and I just had to like, I pulled all the the big stuff out, but I didn't realize there's like all these little hairs that cactuses have. Yeah. That I could get out of my hand, and I just had to run down with like <laughs> I just couldn't see. And like and my hand hurt so bad, and then I fell again on it, and it was I just it was kind of comical at that point, you know. <laughs> but but um, I was close, you know. You can you can see. You start to see lights, and I, I was just happy I, I went out and did it. It was a very impulsive thing, and it is, I've had a great year. I've done a lot of stuff since I moved here. Like, moving here is, is I've been able to do all these things that I've always wanted to be able to do that I always, you know, blew off or 
you know, wrote it off because I'd have to quit my job and drive across the country. And, and it's nice to have all that out here, you know, and it was a great way to end the year for me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds awesome. Uh, how does it compare like going for an FTK? Like, you know, again, kind of be more of a roadrunner myself. Like it almost seems like, you know, like a time trial. Cause you're, you're out there basically on your own, obviously, unless you have a pacer to, to kind of help you. So how, how does it kind of, you know, compare to, to being like in a 50 miler race? Cause this, this ends up being, I think just over 55 miles. It's, um, this, I love FKTs. They're they're I haven't got to do a lot of them yet, but I feel like the way this year has been going, um, it's, it's the, the only way there is to race, you know? And it's, uh, the main thing for me is it's free and it's in your backyard or it's, you know, a couple hour drive. Like it's a great way to like, um, normally the routes are phenomenal. So it's a great way to see like a mountain range or a new place. Um, when I got in to, to the, to like when I started doing more mountain running, especially in California, I just had a really hard time like trying to figure out where I should be going, you know, or like there's a lot to learn. And FKTs are a great way because you got to study the route. You got to figure out where you can get water or where you can drop water or someone can meet you. It's really fun to scout out, you know, you can make, have like a nice relaxing run before you have a miserable one. <laughs> um, and, and this one was a little longer, but it's, it's a lot slower, especially unsupported, you know, I mean, carrying, you know, a day's worth of food on your back, you're going to move a lot slower. And that definitely happened to me in the start. Like I kind of took off and it was like, I hiked. I didn't run until I got basically to the, to the resort, you know, like it's just a slow climb. So it's, you know, just move as fast as you can. Just chug along at three miles an hour. And then once it's flat, you know, get moving versus, you know, a 50, like, especially like if I'm racing a 50, I'm going to go as fast as I can the whole time. And just like, you know, barely, barely drink any water, like drink as much as you need to, but like, I'm not carrying a vest. Like I'm just gonna, just like somebody can hand me a soft flask and, you know, a cookie and I'll eat it and that's it. So it's, it's definitely different. You know, it feels like through hiking or, you know, moving faster in a through hike, but I really like, I like being alone. It's nice. Cause you kind of got to keep yourself in check. You don't have someone to chase. You don't have anyone with you to, you know, make you feel better, at least unsupported. You know what I mean? You just, this is your decision. You got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's something I just wanted to do all year. I tried to cross earlier in the year and there was so much snow up there and I didn't, I took a decent amount of gear, but I just ran out of, I just ran out of daytime. It just took me, there was so much snow up there. I didn't even get to cross. I had to come down, you know, like halfway. Oh, wow. Through. You know, I, I thought I, I, I could do it no problem. And then, you know, once the weather got nice, we weren't really here that much. 
you know, we were, we were everywhere else. Um, I think we had done some stuff um, in Magdalena around then too. We, we found uh, my partner had made like an 80 mile loop uh, through the Magdalena mountains and off of the Grand Enchantment Trail. And we were down there messing around in Socorro and Magdalena until it got warmer. And uh, kind of just forgot about it. So uh, it was great to – I wish I would have gone for s- some more FKTs this year, but I, I was very excited to, like – it's it's really great to, like, do that on the mountain that you live at the bottom of. You know, feels great. Uh, that's cool. I, I think, uh, like I said, it just, it's fun. I think it's awesome that – that both you and your partner are, are so into this together and, and kind of, you know, meeting each other on, you know, with the AT and everything and, and doing some of this stuff together. I think that's, you know, amazing. Even, even though you, you can have some separate goals, I, I think that's, that can make it so much more, more fun because you, you guys are there supporting each other um, through similar, you know, activities. Yeah. It's, it's nice to, um, you have to be careful about what you talk about because it's easy to be like, I want to do this. And it's like, okay, let's, let's go do it. Like, you know, anything that she wants help with, I'm going to help her with. And anything that I want to help with, she's going to, she's going to help me with, you know, there's, you don't need a lot. You need whatever gear you got to carry a little time off work. And if, you know, the van is nice to have, that makes things a lot easier. (laughs) But, um, you know, especially around here, there's just so much and you can do stuff all year round down here. Like you can go down to Crucis in the winter and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, um, you know, I don't take just a minute. I, you know, I'd love to delve a little bit deeper, but we're, we're coming up to an hour and there's one other thing I just want to be able to touch on. And, and that's uh, the fluke city track club. Uh, I, I've seen, you've got it on your Instagram. I've seen it kind of, up and and some posting and so what exactly is the fluke city track club um i so i moved here didn't have any friends really i made a couple of friends uh through some races and uh when i did dead man's last year the 50 before there was 100 i i had met will we had ended up running together for a while and it was their little group it's just a handful of people, but it's just who I run with on the weekend. Uh, it's basically just, you know, a handful of people that basically got into running how I did, where it wasn't like a college thing. It wasn't like a, you know, no one's, no one's like thrown down any crazy times. We're just, it's nice to just have a running club that uh, it was just some people kind of at my level. You know, I don't have to, like, chase anyone. I ran with a few people here that I just couldn't keep up with. <laughs> you know, and it was great to have friends to run with, but it's just I can't go full full speed all the time. So, um, yeah, and we we just basically, um, you know, spent all our weekends together. That's who I crossed. The, I think the first run I did with them was crossing the that, that 40 mile across the Pecos. And we camped out that weekend. It was great to like finally, you know, have have like a solid group to run with because that was something I definitely had in Ohio. I didn't have it all in California. Like I, I never ran with anybody in California, and I really missed it. And it's it's great to have here. Like, yeah, that's basically those guys. 
<laughs> cool. I think that's awesome. I just I I had seen it popping up. I I, I probably because I was following you. I, I I'm not exactly sure. And I just like the the name is what caught me more than anything. I just <laughs> yeah, that's what caught me too. I, I liked it. it was, uh, I could fit in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just silly and fun, and and so you could tell that that's kind of what the group was was kind of about. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Um, you know, like I said, this uh, there's a lot to cover. You know, we're we're jumping up on on an hour here. I, I it's been a lot of fun. Um, I know you've done. You know, like you said, the the Dead Man Peaks. You know, now a couple of years in a row, you did the hundred this year. I I think we're we're second in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and you helped uh, set up the the course uh, prior, so that that must have been kind of fun to be walking uh, part of it, and and or hiking, jogging, running a little bit of everything. Oh, we just hiked that. We we put our hiking packs on. We just our friend had actually uh, was coming through, and and we all went out there and hiked it. That was I was my first time marking a course, and I loved it. It was great. Like I had already, I already knew the course from last year but um definitely if you know if you want to do the best you can in a race and you haven't been there you can always volunteer marking's fun i enjoyed it it was, it was a great time we got perfect weather and just like a sash of ribbons <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it was great that's awesome um so yeah i, I think this is a, a great stop stopping point uh, for now, um, you know, the, the last question I have is, uh, you know, what are you listening to to kind of get you going, get you moving, um, maybe before a run or maybe just to get you through the workday? <laughs> oh, there's, I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately, but uh, uh, when I am out on a trail, um, I normally try to listen to, uh, I listen to a lot of Flying Burrito Brothers. Um, um, Grateful Dead, yeah. Magnetic Fields. Um, <laughs> uh, not as not as many podcasts out there, but I definitely like. I love music. I I realize I have to listen to it when I'm happy now, not when I'm grumpy, because <laughs> I'm going to change every song. But uh, uh, yeah, music's definitely a big part of running for me. I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to have it. <laughs> That's awesome. I I can see how a uh jam bandy uh music can kind of just help kind of get you going because it, it can be pretty energetic sometimes yeah I, I i definitely grew up like i always played in punk bands and like I still definitely heavily gravitate towards that but uh on, on trail it's uh i think i like a little bit more relaxed energy <laughs> you know uh and the jammy stuff always always does great. You can just kind of turn it on and, you know, especially when it's got like a little country twang to it, I think is, is great on trail for me. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll have to, we'll have to talk uh, punk later then because I, I uh, definitely love some old punk for sure. <laughs> I, would, I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> All right. Um, well, like I said, th this is a lot of fun. I, I think... Uh, you know, you've, you've done quite a bit in your short time and I think 
both both short time in running and short time in New Mexico. I mean, you're always posting pictures of all sorts of places that you're you're exploring, which is amazing. Um, so, you know, is there anything else you'd like to say before I let you go? Or actually, you know what? Before before you mention anything, I just for those that are curious, we we didn't actually mention the time. Um, you, your uh, FKT for the double crossing was, I believe, uh, twelve hours fifty eight minutes and twenty seven seconds. I actually don't know what it is, so <laughs> I <laughs> that sounds about right. I I I, I looked up your uh, um, your post on it prior, and I wrote it down because I'm like, wait a second, this might be. <laughs> I know I know that the previous one was twelve forty three because it's burned into my brain and it'll never go away. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I was I remember being like. I think I was 15 minutes off or something around there. So yeah, overall, but <laughs> yeah, uh, still sub 13 great day in the mountains. Yeah, I think <laughs> as far as you remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it was fantastic. Like I said, it was, you know, I got, we got snowed on the next weekend. Um, it was, I've had a, a fantastic year out here. I've, I've met, a handful of great people. Um, I've got to see all kinds of places that uh, when I lived in the Midwest were just like unreachable. And, and I'm, I'm very, very happy with, with, with New Mexico and, and living here. It's great. I can't <laughs> wait for next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. It's, um, you know, again, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? No, that's that's all I got. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time, and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.